This episode of the Bum Tribe podcast is sponsored by MyPro Diacare, a new oral rehydration solution which combines the benefits of probiotics and electrolytes to help all the family recover from stomach upset. Mum Tribe podcast. You're very welcome along to mom tribe podcast i'm ellen i have erica on today and today we're privileged again to be joined by the lovely dr laura lennon thanks for joining us laura thank you so much for having me delighted to be here again so today we're going to talk about something that affects all families in ireland and that's tummy bugs how we can deal with them what we can take for them what's a good way to rehydrate our family and this is for kids up to adults and everyone in between so Laura, you might be able to give us an idea just as a GP of your experience, tummy bugs and how we can deal with them. Yeah, God, we see it so often, um, especially during the winter months when kids are back at school. Lots of little ones coming in with upset tummies, vomiting and diarrhea. And it's a really it's a terrible thing um, to see them dealing with, isn't it? Like they get so upset um, and because you, you really unfortunately can't do anything to cure it i suppose so most tummy bugs for example are caused by viruses so um the norovirus would be the winter vomiting bug or enterovirus and they can be caused from you can pick it up like just a bug like any other bug or say from um food poisoning i suppose would be another way or gone off food would be a way to pick up bugs as well um, and then they can get vomiting and diarrhea and it's just miserable for them so it's it's to try and help them deal with it is the most important thing. So I guess kids, they're not really used to dealing with those kind of bodily functions and they do get quite upset. Um, I remember last year, my son had a stomach ache and he had, a, it wasn't a vomiting bug, but it was definitely a tummy bug, a 24 hour thing. Like a lot of them seem to be 24 hours, don't they? Or do they last that little bit longer? They do. To be honest, the majority will get better in quite a short period of time, 24 to 48 hours, certainly with regards to the vomiting and diarrhea, if they have it. It's only very so often that you would see it um, kind of lasting longer than that. Like, And I could probably count on one or two hands the amount of cases I've seen like that. So the majority of them, it's like a cold flu. They get it. They get the symptoms. They're miserable. The vomiting and diarrhea starts and, and it starts pretty quickly after they pick up the bug and um, it settles down for them then. And I suppose unlike adults, we don't actually have medications really that we give kids a lot um, in the community mm-hmm. to help with vomiting and diarrhea because they're not licensed for the younger age groups. That's the biggest issue. So as with most things for kids, what we have to do really is symptomatic um, treatment and to try and keep them, I suppose, rehydrated being the most important thing. Yeah, I mean, like you can give them as much water and juice and whatever else they drink as they want, but is there anything else that you can give them? Because yeah, so, I- so the thing with this is, you know, food-wise, I, mom, people, mums always come into me and they're like, she hasn't eaten in, you know, X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, you know what? Food doesn't matter at all. You can go days without food and it isn't an issue. But the most important thing that you get in is fluids. Now, a lot of the time kids won't drink water or water isn't really a great option because if you're not taking food, it doesn't have any salts or minerals. So using oral rehydration sachets such as Diacare are kind of game changing, to be honest. They contain um, vitamins and minerals like Uh, sodium, magnesium, um, potassium, and they'll keep your body um, 
they'll keep your body kind of topped up when you're not taking anything else in. And diet care is different because it also has um, lactobacillus. And you'll have to, excuse me, I can never say the, the next word, <laughs> remotus or something like that. Those, those ter uh, terms always get me. But so it has probiotics in it as well. So I suppose one of the issues with the tummy bug is that we get bad um, bad bugs, if you want to call them, that are viral uh, viruses into our tummy that destroy all the natural bacteria. So by introducing more good bacteria like the probiotic, it can really help. So I suppose this is the one time that I would suggest that parents don't use just water or don't offer their child just water and maybe offer them something like juice even watered down or you know, if you don't want to do that, then that's where the, and, and really we shouldn't be giving kids juice that much anyway. So that's where the products like diet care come in. Okay, perfect. And like, is there anything else that like, obviously you can rehydrate them um, with the, the sachets and like you're saying the water and juice and everything else, but is there anything else? Like, do you know, the brat diet, does that actually work? So if you're very sick and you give your kids you know, bananas, what is it? Bananas, rice, apples, and toast. Oh, no. So there's no, um, I was just reading about it recently. There's no science behind that. So there's no need to do anything like that. So my suggestion, if someone has a tummy bug is to just stop the food. If they don't want to eat, they don't need to eat. Give them an oral rehydration sachet and keep them going on that for a few days and then introduce whatever they want to take, to be honest. And again, this is the time where I say, look, be nice to them if they want a nice lolly because that's going to make them feel better or an ice cream then go with that but i in saying that like if my kids they've never had a uh, vomiting bug but i would start with dried toast or toast or something like that mm. just because it's a little less overwhelming on the tummy um i suppose but no there's nothing there's no science behind the brat um uh diet and so it's not something that i ever um suggest to parents that's really interesting isn't it because you know, I guess a lot of mums probably that listen to us would Google everything. And if you Google yeah. tummy bug, that's probably one of the first things that comes up. And I think it's quite interesting to hear, you know, about the good bacteria versus bad bacteria in your tummy. Because I think a lot of people don't really understand probiotics. We're told that we should take them and we're told that they're great for certain things, but never really why. So it's a good thing really that I guess this product can hydrate your child or yourself and also top up the good bacteria so then it kind of sets you up again does it afterwards it's not going to deplete you as much as it normally would yeah absolutely so like i think probiotics are such an interesting field of study and i think going forward there's going to be so many more uses for them and if you if um, you read some of the research there's really exciting things as boring as it is there's really exciting things coming out of it so like if you think about your body there's actually more bacteria in there in your body than there are cells so um, we're made up of bacteria and they help keep like everything in balance and there's all this really interesting research around the tummy bacteria and it, the gut brain access and, and things like that. So bugs can destroy and or like even antibiotics can destroy the good bacteria in the gut. And um, so using oral rehydration sachets with the, the lactobacillus in it as well is just a fantastic opportunity. And it's really good. That sounds really good. Ellen, have you ever had anything like that with the kids or well, obviously not 
I'm going to jinx myself now because no, we've never had a tummy (laughs) bug, but um, the child is mad for a runny nose, absolutely mad for a runny nose. But like that, he goes off his normal food then, I suppose, because he can't really smell. Um, And we would focus as much as possible on fluids. My husband is mad for fluids, fluids, fluids. Um, And it was really interesting because when I went in to have the second baby, um, I brought in some oral rehydration rehydration tablets with me um, because, you know, when you're just after going through labor and you're really thirsty and you just can't even drink enough water because you can't be up and down to the toilet. One of those sachets is amazing because you just actually feel almost instantly rehydrated. So you can see how it would work for a little kiddo as well. Um, But I was laughing at you guys saying there about the the toast because you know, dry toast is like the last thing you want to eat. You want a bit of butter on your toast. <laughs> I know. And it's always when you're sick, you want something really delicious. And yeah. I don't know how many times I've thought like, you know, oh my God, wouldn't this dinner be absolutely gorgeous when I feel almost better? And then I cook it and I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't stomach it. And yeah, you know, you're just there going, just eat, eat whatever you can, but at the same time, you know, make it tasty. And it's not going to be tasty if you're not feeling well. It's, it's a horrible feeling. It's rotten, yeah. really, isn't it? Yeah. Laura, you know, as I suppose, you know, we're, we're all looking for that expert tip on how do you make sure the kids don't get sick? Is there a magic tool? The magic tool, I wouldn't be here talking to you guys on this podcast. <laughs> living it up in the Caribbean, uh, <laughs> hiding away from coronavirus. No, there, there isn't. Look, there's no magic cure. There's nothing. And people, lots of people out there will try and sell you lots of things that will. Um, but there isn't. Okay. It, it's all about what we have all learned so much about over the past, how long is coronavirus here? Seven or eight months. Um, good hygiene, hand washing, especially with tummy bugs. So um not to get gruesome but like the bugs are passed out in stools and then they get passed to people's hands and back into the mouth and that's how other people get infected so um you know keeping your hands clean using separate towels and things like that if someone is sick in the household is really important especially with the vomiting bugs because they're so 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 infectious and then like you know the only thing you can do for your kids is keep them as healthy as possible. So a good balanced diet, you know, a good amount of sleep, good amount of exercise, those simple things make sense. Um, and then maybe like a vitamin D supplement during the winter months when they don't get enough. And then just knowing how to manage them when and manage these different illnesses when they appear, I suppose. I think sleep is defo a natural immune system booster. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Callum has had a cold this week, just gone, and I didn't get sleep, and I feel like death. That's the only way I could describe it. It's rotten. It's the most disgusting feeling. And you automatically feel like you're more prone to other things. Like, I've had serious issues. I don't know what it is with either my bladder or my kidneys. Every time I get cold, I get this ache at my back. And I've noticed this week that it's coming back and I genuinely put it down to the fact that I haven't been sleeping enough and I know I'm getting run down and I feel like something's brewing. Isn't that horrible? Yeah, it's a terrible feeling. And it is like sleep, you know, is our body's chance to recuperate and everything to just settle down, you know, so it is hugely important. I mean, 
you don't even want to get me started talking about sleep, so we won't go there. But it, it is it is hugely important. And I suppose like looking after your kids and them getting good sleep. And if they're not good eaters, maybe thinking about supplementing, um, you know, on top of their diet, you know, the basic vitamins is, is no harm either if you're worried. And Laura, do you think that probiotics should be taken all the time or should you just take them sometimes? Because I'm always curious to know which, what way should we work it? I think if, you know, the, so I base it on the, the research that's out there at the minute, okay? There isn't any research to suggest that you should be taking probiotics every day. You know, they, they talk about increasing prebiotics into your diet. So that's things like kimchi and sauerkraut. I, mean, I don't know anyone that eats those kind of things. Um, and that will help boost your body's own probiotics. Then there's loads of research to show that it works really, they work very well for symptoms of IBS because there's problems then with the gut flora. There's proof that like in situations like this where, you know, if we're talking about a tummy bug and they've been washed out, that it will help. And also like if you've had antibiotics that it can help. But apart from that, there isn't a huge amount of research to say you should be taking probiotics every day. But that doesn't mean to say that it's not the case. It's just that the research probably isn't there yet. The clinical trials aren't there yet. And especially, as I said, because it's such an evolving field and there's people working on it in so many different kind of instances that probably I'm saying this now, but realistically in anywhere from I don't know even two years to five years to ten years I could be saying something completely different about them I don't give my kids probiotics every day and I'm giving Romy probiotics now in her bottles just because I'm like what's wrong with you child please relax and settle down and I'm willing to try anything um but no I I don't think there's a need for them every day just in certain situations certainly you say that you never know someone who uh, who went and did the prebiotics thing, but I have done that before. So I used to make my own, um, I, I called it kefir, but I believe it's called oh, yeah. kefir. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I always called it kefir just because I'm Irish. <laughs> Bastardized the, the term. But um, yeah, I made it for ages. Uh, I'd say a good year and a half um, after my son had silent reflux. Okay. You know, you go down the absolute rabbit hole of Google and there are some people that are massive proponents of silent reflux getting uh, much better with good gut health, etc. So I decided if I was ever going to have another baby that I would make sure that I had the best gut health in the world and all this kind of stuff. Um and so I did it for about a year and a half and there's three and a half years between my two children. <laughs> so he didn't get any of that benefit. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I found it, I found it nice. Um, I made a water-based version of it. There's like a milk-based version that you can make as well. Um, but I don't tolerate dairy very well. So um, I, I don't avoid it completely, but I would just keep it in smaller amounts. Um, but yeah it was it was lovely but it's very hard work so it's akin to a sourdough which i believe is a prebiotic kind of a, a bread as well yeah. or, or a dough um you have to mind it every single day mm-hmm. so you, you know it. yeah it every day you got Ross like, sourdough over uh lockdown so we have it on our countertop all day every day but it's like having another child yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely like i can't go to bed yet i have to do my dough yeah like, oh my God, oh my. <laughs> 
which is fine when you have, you know, loads of time on your hands and you're maybe on, you know, the end stages of your maternity leave, which I was at the time. But when I went back to full-time work, it was just much harder to keep up with it. And, you know, there are some, if the weather changes and when the heat comes on, they need more or less water or more or less sugar. Um, you know, and it's really, it's, it's it genuinely like having a newborn trying to figure out what's wrong with it, if it's too sour or it's not sour enough. But the one thing that I would say is while I was taking it and for quite some time afterwards, um, and probably even now, my skin has improved exponentially. I never had bad skin, but I always had dry skin. Hmm. And it's, um, my skin, just since I took it, you know, even people would say to me, your skin is, is gorgeous and clear. And I, the only thing that I changed at that point in time was I started to drink um, the kefir every day. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Like, yeah. and, and there's loads of talk out there about how your gut bacteria can affect your skin. So it's, it's, there's just no clinical trials per se. And I suppose I try to stick with the stuff that's evidence-based um, but yeah, I, I think the, the world around um, the, all of these kind of things are go- is going to change dramatically over, yeah. over the coming years. Yeah. Um, tell me about, I suppose, the, the diet care then. I mentioned a little bit earlier on that when I was um, postpartum, I found oral rehydration quite, quite helpful. Is there anything else, if you have a box of the diet care in your home and uh, it's not just tummy bugs around the place, is there anything else it could help with? Yeah, do you know what it's great for? Um, hangovers. <laughs> so, like, I mean, it's a key to getting over your hangover is to take something like that the night, so after drinking. So before you go to bed, if you had a nice oral rehydration sachet full of um, all the salts and magnesium and potassium that your body needs, that will help you feel so much better in the next day. And then you could use it the next day as well. Um, and other than that, I suppose it's really... Any in any illness that you know has you not taking in enough fluid, rehydration sachets are kind of better than anything else. Um, the diet, so that's where diet care comes in. But yeah, hangovers is fab, and and anything that causes dehydration. So the key is to keep fluid levels up, especially in kids and the elderly, say, because they're more at risk of ki- kidney problems, for example, like if they get dehydrated. Us adults can handle it a little bit better, but it still will help prevent things like that. So tell me, I suppose, uh, how do we prepare for minor illnesses at home? You know, what, what really should you kind of have in the press or the cupboard? And, you know, I suppose even down to, we all would have a few plasters in. Uh, we have cars plasters in and Paw Patrol plasters in because, uh, you know, they, they're persuaded to, to put on the child a little bit easier or easier. But, you know, is there any staples that you absolutely should have that maybe parents don't think about? Yeah, well, I think it's really good to have a nice little setup for yourself at home because nobody wants to be that mum that's freaking out in the middle of the night because, you know, does their child have a temperature and I don't have anything to deal with. So um, my first aid essentials, if you like, or medicine treatment kits that you should have at home, I think you should have a thermometer, a good one that goes into their ear to check it. You should have anti-fever medications, whichever one of your choice. So liquid, and I always recommend um, suppository forms as well, because I think they're easier to get into kids. Um, 
especially if, say, they're vomiting or diarrhea. I think oral rehydration sachets are such a good option. And as well as dealing with little kids who are vomiting, they can help you if you've had a few too many wines at the weekend. Um, like you, we have the plasters. We have Peppa Pig and Elsa plasters here. My kids adore them. Um, and I think having some gauze as well, you know, just gauze to stop the bleeding is a really handy little thing as well. And I always keep... Um, stickers actually in my um i have a little you know first aid kit that i bring out for the kids all the time and i keep stickers in it as well to give them um a little sticker when they've been great patients you'd know you're a doctor i know yeah <laughs> <laughs> the little things that work and they are kind of the biggest things that's what i have in in um my little kit for the girls um oh and i have wound sprays as well because they love them and they help you know, if, especially um, if they get a cut over the summer months, they, uh, using a little wound spray and then putting a, a plaster on afterwards is a great option for cuts. They didn't mind. I had, we had a fall yesterday and Eric literally screamed at me, don't use the spray, mom. Oh, no way. Because mine love it. But like, it's funny, isn't it? My kids love, I have two doctor sets and they play with them all the time over and over and over. Um, and I don't, I don't think it's anything to do with the fact that I'm a doctor. I mean, they know I'm a doctor, but you know, they just love it. Um, and it, so they, they love doing things like that. Now Harper gets freaked out every now and then I had to remove a stitch from my dad's back the other day and she nearly had a heart attack. But um, yeah, they, they, they love the spray actually. <laughs> <laughs> we're I think, getting a new vaccine on Tuesday or Monday so that'll be interesting to see how that goes for them yeah Eric's very excited about getting the flu vaccine even though he screams when we put um you know a salt spray up his nose <laughs> yeah. uh but he's quite excited about the flu vaccine I think because of the lure of the stickers afterwards yeah okay stickers are great and mm. like you know um they work really well for us in GP and and uh you know anything to kind of yeah, just pacify them at the end and celebrate them at the end really helps, definitely. Well, that's it's been great chatting to you about this, um, Laura, and I must go uh, stock up my, my first aid kit and I'd say Eric could be doing the same. Uh, yes. <laughs> and stickers are going into the top of the box now. <laughs> great idea. Laura, thanks so much for talking to us today and putting our minds at ease about tummy bugs and all the illnesses that we can deal with and just our basics and essentials that we should have in our cupboard at home um you can check out my pro family which is the company that actually has diet care and um, they have an instagram account where you can read all about it and obviously laura is on instagram as well so you can check her out there yeah i'm on instagram as uh, dr laura gp or you can find uh, more information on my website drlauragp.com i'm hoping to open a clinic in Galway over the next couple of months. Amazing. Thanks again. Fantastic. Speak to you, Laura. Best of luck with your clinic as well. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it. Bye. Have a good one. Thanks very much for listening to the Mum Tribe podcast. This episode was sponsored by MyPro Diacare, a new oral rehydration solution which combines the benefits of probiotics and electrolytes to help all the family recover from stomach upset.